are here live and talking sports. We're going to do it till 10 o'clock. A lot more to cover. We have got some college football to talk about. We have some pro football to talk about. But before we do that, Alan, on the other side of the glass, has lined up a YouTube video for me on, um, on my uh, desktop here. And they still call them desktops. Yes, sir. They still call them desktops. You got to say, sir. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. You're certainly well raised. Credit to your parents there. Uh, I think they would disagree to some of that. <laughs> they agree. They disagree that you, you were well raised. <laughs> well raised, well behaved, same thing. Yeah. Uh, well, they raised you proper. You're saying so. You don't. Thank you for saying, sir. But uh, you don't. You don't need to do that with me, partner. Uh, let's. Uh, you've got the last. We got about the last seven seconds. We go back further. We got about the last seven seconds. You're gonna play that. Mass is down by five with three point eight to go, and they tie it up to get it into overtime. Red Dog called and gave us up uh, the alert on that because I hadn't seen it and I, I had missed it entirely. I did not realize Mass was playing last night with Pro Football, which I did not watch the game. Uh, college football, which I did watch some of it, and uh, everything else going on. So, all right, ready, big time? Go ahead and hit it. Yes, sir. Throws it to Green. Three for the tie. No good. Peyton's got it, and he's fouled with 3.8 to go. All right, 3.8. Kent State's at the line to take it to five. With only 3.8 to go. They're the other end of the court. Fired up student section. Fired up next center. No fouls. Keep your composure. Rydell, the catch, throws it up, throws it in. And the clock runs out, and hold on a sec. Uh, They made a three-pointer, and they let the clock run out. It should have been about a second to go, I believe. Big time shot. Everything he can in before play resumes. 1.2 or left, and Kent State's taking it out. And an offensive foul charged against Kent State and Reggie Bass. James Madison with a chance to tie or win. Again, no threes, no fouls. To send it to overtime or to win it. Edwards, Friedel, tie game! <laughs> Unbelievable. To overtime we go. The second game in the row. The Dukes, magical. Five extra minutes at the back center. Edwards, How about that? has he been... Packing a scoring punch. Uh, this is going into overtime. We don't need to do this, I don't think. It's five minutes. It's down to the last minute. And Madison was up by one. They went on to win by five. But what happened there is uh, with 3.8 seconds left, Kent State makes two free throws at the other end of the court. So they've got to go the whole court and get a three. And they did. And that left 1.2 on on the inbound. Uh, the man who, the guy who caught the ball to, on the inbound play with 1.2 to go, charged uh, into a Kent State player, uh, giving him the ball, and he got a, a, an uncontested layup at the end. His time ran out to send it into overtime. They scored five points in the last th- uh, 3.8 seconds, and they're living a charmed life these days up in Harrisonburg, with an overtime win in basketball at Michigan State. It's Monday night, by three, 
over number four in the country. They go to the Kent State Flashes or whatever they're called nowadays. Golden Flashes. I don't know. The Golden Flashes. I don't know. Uh, anyway, Kent State had the lead by five, 3.8 to go. Yeah, that thing is locked up in a suitcase. It's already been put on the uh, the plane. Suitcase is already on the plane. Somebody runs out and says, no, 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 let me get my suitcase. They just scored five and 3.8 on a three-pointer, almost a full-length court a pass down the court, almost full length, full court pass, and then the then the foul, the charge, and then Madison takes the ball in and gets a an, it looked like an uncontested layup on the left side of the basket to me, Allen. Yeah, it was a great uh, play drawn up actually, beautiful yeah. backdoor cut, well timed pass, and then just the the easy finish. And you know, I gotta I gotta give it to Red Dog. He's right. This team, this program, just the school, university in general, JMU athletics is on fire. Yeah. I mean, they're ranked in top number 21. Uh, they're 9-0. and They play, play Connecticut at home, which is a horrible team. They'll get to 10-0 and with two games left. So, how about that? They will not play, I don't believe, in the Sun Belt Championship. I don't know what CBS... This, was, this says, let's take a look at how twelve uh, the 12-team playoff would look through nine full weeks of the 2023 season. Now, they've got Tulane at 12. And is there? I don't think there's a rule that you have to have a group of five team in, do you? Because it's the only one in there. And Tulane is currently ranked uh, number twenty-two in the college football playoff ranking. I would imagine if they had twelve teams and they didn't have a group of five, there would be quite an uproar. Because a group of five, the yeah. best group of five team, gets to play in one of the New Year's Six bowls. So you mm-hmm. would imagine they'd have them in twelve. But that knocks out Oregon State. Who's number 12? I'm a big Green Wave supporter, so that's unfortunate. But go Green Wave. <laughs> yeah, for some reason, Robert the Bruce, Robert the Bruce liked Tulane. I don't know. I guess he still does. He's still alive. And so, yeah, I don't know what it is with Tulane y'all like, but hey, what the heck? It makes for interesting football. They're so. a pretty good program. Um, reminds me of JMU when they were moving up and, and how they look now is kind of a similar trajectory with their athletics. They're just a good program. Yeah, evidently. I remember they, when they had Perry Clark as their basketball coach 30 years ago, they went to the NCAAs. I don't know what they've done since then in basketball. Anyway, everything else pretty much is, is uh, how, how you would see it now. Ole Miss and Alabama. Ole Miss is nine, Alabama is eight. The winner plays projected number or number one now currently, uh, or uh, Ohio State. And then Tulane would play at fifth-seeded Michigan. And that does make sense based on through nine weeks. It's almost like they're projecting. Because Michigan's number three right now. Yeah, they probably have Michigan losing to Ohio State, dropping a couple Yeah, but what's typed up here is is let's take a look at how the 12-team playoff would look through nine full weeks. And that's where we are. So I don't know. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, If you go by ranking... Uh, number 11 would be Louisville at Oregon. Um, number 10, Penn State would play number 7, Texas. See if that matches up. Texas is 7, Penn State is 10, and then Ole Miss, Alabama, 9 and 8. Uh, Tulane, Michigan's a different dance uh, than it would be right now. It would be Oregon State, Washington. So they've got Washington going up to number four. So that is a projection. That's not where it stands through nine weeks. Two different animals. Uh, they've got Ohio State beating Michigan, obviously, and dropping to five, and Washington beating Oregon again and going up to number four. 
Well, they got it. And Florida State would be then be number three. Right now, they're number four, as we know. So uh, it's either mistyping there, or, or I don't know what, because it, it looks more like a projection than an actual fact through nine weeks would be Oregon, Washington, Louisville, Oregon, Penn State, Texas, and Mississippi, Ole Miss, Alabama. So, which three of those still hang true? If you look at what they have on their list, uh, that is the, the uh, CBS Sports. The only one that's changed is getting Tulane in there as a group of five, which knocks out uh, Oregon State, which is number 12. That might tick them off a lot. <laughs> We're 12, they're 22. Why? Group of five? Please. That's what the, you can hear the argument there. Tennessee's 13, by the way. Uh, and then Michigan at five, obviously losing to Ohio State. Uh, projection there. And so that being the case, uh, that's that. Oh. Uh, right now on ESPN, they're showing the uh, the game between uh, Iowa and the uh, Hokies. Oh, man. A buzzer beater at the end of a quarter from half court. Half court f- for Iowa Hawkeyes ladies team. Had to be Caitlin Clark. Yes. Yes. And it counts. Where's Spanky? All right. That's uh, we'll take a pause here, and uh, still like feel free to call in if you like. The number, of course, you got dial eight zero four. You can send a text without that, and uh, Alan will pick it up. Three two seven zero eight 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 three two seven zero eight eight eight. No, I was mistaken. A lady for the Hokies team made it from half court, not not Iowa. I'm just double-checking that. Anyway, they got beat 80-76. We talked about that earlier. Uh, it was a rematch from the semifinals of the NCAA Women's Final Four last year. And the Hokies came a cropper losing by four. Tough loss. Tough game. But Caitlin Clark, she shot poorly, but she scored 44 out of their 80. And uh, she only was 13 of 31 from the field, which is means she missed 18. Uh, she'll, she'll do better, uh, that's for sure. But uh, that's, that was a bad night of shooting, only 42%. Hey, but they won. All right, let's take a pause. Thank you for getting the video up and the audio on the end of that game. That was great. No problem. And you got it, you got it uh, over here so I can see it as well. All right, we'll take a pause. It's Friday before the weekend, and we're all having a good time, as our man would say, and that would be Reeves Louthen. Stay with us. If you're looking for compassion, you may have come to the wrong place. Matt Josephs isn't mincing words. He's a coward. We can no longer call him Riverboat Ron. And while he may believe in luck. Of course, there are things that you got lucky about. He's here to tell you what you need to hear. Weekday afternoons from 3 to 4 on 1061 ESPN Richmond. 1061 ESPN. And we're here live talking sports. Hey, there were some college games in the state last night. Uh, you know, Virginia Tech women, and we talked about that. Uh, William and Mary played to beat American last night, uh, 75-76. Uh, excuse me, 75-56. I can read. I can still read. 75-56. William and Mary beat American. William and Mary moves to two and zip. VMI beat Chris. Christendom, Christendom, C-H-R-I-S-T, Christ, E-N, Christendom, D-O-M, uh, 87-53. Uh, they were leading 43-19 at the half. VMI had a big win there. And then James Madison, as we know, uh, overtime, he scored five points, last 3.8 seconds. Charm, 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 113-108. to You got to like that. 
And in Norfolk State, beat Apprentice down at Eccles Hall in Norfolk, 90-56. Your final there. Tech, Virginia, and Liberty all play tonight, I believe. Let's see if there's I don't see anything else scratching on deck from Florida last night. So anyway, I mean from Virginia. I'm looking at Florida score. Uh, anyway, that's the deal there. Uh, the games to watch this weekend in college football. Uh, and I hope, I, I, as I've grown older, I like college football more and more. It's not, you know, do I like pro football a little? Yes, probably. Well, I like it more if Washington can find a freaking way to win every once in a while? Probably. But, you know, we're talking, we're talking wandering through the desert. I mean, is it going to be 40 years like Moses? <sighs> Holy smokes. Oh, I've never seen another Super Bowl trophy in Ashburn. Anyway, uh, number two, Michigan, and number nine, Penn State. What do they see to pass? They're 101,000 now. They're up over 100,000. They have a whiteout. I mean, when they have a whiteout, it's it's all it's bright. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. I'm looking at. Yeah, they must be writing up a uh, uh, maybe the AP poll. But yes, the Michigan. Thank you. Uh, the, yeah, using the college football playoff poll. As I said, that's the irrelevant one. Thanks for correcting me on that. I'm looking at the the sheet here it has number two, which is the AP poll, and number nine. Let's use the correct poll and and uh, let's write that down so I don't make that mistake again. Number three, Michigan, and number ten, Penn State. Thank you, Hoss. Um, the Wolverines finally play a ranked opponent. They haven't done that. All the shenanigans and all the talk and all the turmoil about cheating by stealing signs. Why? Is stealing signs, is that cheating? I mean, I guess. They're giving signals for the public to see. And I guess, you know, they didn't they not send somebody there from wearing Central Michigan clothing to film their signs and that kind of thing to a Michigan game and or to other games. It's hard to make sense of what yeah. what with that, but my understanding is stealing signs within the game itself uh, is fine. However, if you're scouting ahead of time in the same season, um, opponents that is no longer allowed. Yeah. Well, there you have it. So you know, there's a bit of the turmoil uh, for Michigan. They haven't played a ranked team all year. And they're playing at number 10, Penn State. So, that it, that certainly could be. Could it be an upset? Yeah. Is Michigan favored? Yeah. Five and a half better than Penn State. Um, it, you know, Penn State's a good school. I mean, good, good football team. They're 8-1. Who did they lose to? Do you remember? Ohio um, State. Ohio State beat them. That's right. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Ohio State beat them. Ohio State Buckeyes played Notre Dame. And um, and Penn State is the ranked teams that they faced. Uh, Ohio State did. Uh, and they uh, yeah, they took care of Notre Dame late, very late in the game. Uh, they went Notre Dame, Maryland, at Purdue, and then Penn State uh, four weeks after beating Notre Dame. In Michigan, we looked at their schedule before, East Carolina, UNLV, Bowling Green, Rutgers, and then their conference games, they haven't played anybody that's ranked. They're finally going to do it. So Penn State has played ranked teams, like, for example, Ohio State. And uh, have they played anybody else ranked? I'm looking at their schedule, West Virginia, Delaware. I don't think so either. I don't think they've Massachusetts, the number 133rd ranked team in the country, UMass. That's as low as you can get. 
northwestern Iowa, Illinois. So they haven't really had a gauntlet to cross uh, uh, themselves, but they did play Ohio State. Yeah, I think the conference as a whole is yeah. down this year, so that's kind of hurt everybody's scheduling. Yeah. But um, my understanding is there are levels to it. Michigan, Ohio State at the top, and Penn State's trying to knock on the door. Right. Everybody else, forget about it. Yeah, you're right, because you look at the CFP rankings, Ohio State obviously is one right now. And you've got Penn State is 10. Uh, don't see any other Big Ten teams in the top 10 as I look and talk. Tennessee, Missouri, Oklahoma State, Kansas, Utah, LSU, Notre Dame, Arizona, Iowa is number 22. So I think that's about it, isn't it? Iowa's number 22 because they only scored 22 points all year. <laughs> they weren't ranked before they only scored 22 points? Now they're one of the worst offenses, man. They've uh, got a game this week. I uh, see what you're saying. The point total is 28 for the entire game. Against who? Against Rutgers. Oh, <laughs> Well, Rutgers is three and three and six and three. They're not having a terrible year. But Iowa has only scored eighty-one in conference and eighty-six against. So when they've lost those two games, they got shellacked. Iowa, and right now they're leading the West to play the winner of Ohio State, Michigan, or Penn State. If Penn State beats, we talked about this yesterday. Penn State, Michigan. If they beat Michigan, then Michigan beats Ohio State. They all have one loss. Yeah, that would be chaos if, yeah. if Penn State wins. Yep. Michigan's only allowed 44 points in conference in 60 all year. But again, they really haven't played anybody. We'll see how it pans out. I have to say, I think that the top four teams, even though, air quotes, they haven't played anybody, I think they're all legitimately the top four teams in the nation. Ohio State, Georgia, Michigan, and Florida State. Yes, sir. Florida State played LSU to open the season. That's about their only – and that's sort of lost a little shine off the penny there because LSU is now number 19 with three losses. Um, Michigan had – Georgia has started playing ranked teams because they're playing in conference. Uh, like, for example, they're playing Ole Miss this, this week, which is number nine in the CFP. They're playing at home. Uh, last week – they play last week. They played a Missouri. They played Missouri. They still, I think, have Tennessee to go. Or uh, Missouri was, I think, number twelve at the time. They dropped two spots uh, after losing to Georgia by nine. And then before that, Georgia played. Well, <laughs> no, they didn't play anybody before. Now they played Kentucky when Kentucky was ranked, but Kentucky's fallen off the board like LSU, um, uh, Kentucky is uh, where are they now uh, let's see they i know they've lost the three games so they've dropped back kentucky has dropped back they're now three and three six and three so uh, anyway that's the way that uh, cookie's baked georgia did play kentucky when they were ranked they played missouri and they played Ole miss uh, coming up they're playing them this week then they go to tennessee which if you look at the cfp tennessee is now <laughs> number 13. So they played number 12, Missouri. They're going to play number 9, Ole Miss, and they're going to play Tennessee, which is now 13. So they'll at least have played three ranked teams by the time they get to the uh, 
the uh, SEC title game, which is looking like Alabama. Now, if Ole Miss takes a beating this weekend, Alabama locks in. Now, that being said, Alabama could lose to uh, uh, who are they? Uh, no, they're not going to lose to Kentucky. And then they get, and they're not going to lose to Auburn either. They should go eight and zero. Alabama's playing better. Milrow, if you watched him last week, the quarterback for Alabama last Saturday night, boy, that, that would. I talked about it Monday morning first first show with you, opening talking about those two games, Southern Cal and Oregon, or Southern Cal, Washington, and LSU, Alabama, and the quarterbacks in that, those two games and what they did between Daniels of LSU and, and of course Williams, uh, Pennick, and. Um, and, of course, uh, what uh, Milrow did for Alabama. Just great football to watch. I mean, I just I was going back and forth on those two games for three and a half hours. Fun to watch. So uh, it'll be interesting to see what Ole Miss can do against Alabama. Or, excuse me, against Georgia. And then Alabama will play at Kentucky, which is no longer ranked. All right, Reggie. What are you doing, Reggie? Step aside, John. I'm outside 11. Happy Veteran Day. Ah! What's going on? Wait out a minute, there, dog. Veteran. I didn't understand anything you said. To start over. <laughs> Number five. All my fellow eleven veterans out there, fellow Marines. Number five. Number five. And like I said, so Semper Fi. Yeah, Semper Fi. It's Veterans Day tomorrow. The Marine Corps birthday anniversary is coming gone. Uh, you were a Marine, weren't you? Yes, sir. The uh, job back in nineteen seventy-eight. <laughs> I still got nightmares of Paris Island and the sand fleas and those yellow footprints and that mustard gas. Oh my God! Where were you? Nightmares. Where where were you? In South Carolina, Paris Island. Oh, anyway, well, tomorrow you're a veteran, so thank you for serving. And if you see a veteran tomorrow anywhere, you know a veteran, be sure to extend your hand and shake a paw. Because we wouldn't yes, be sir. here without all yes, those sir. that have, have gone before us, have been in the military, and still in the military now. So thank the veterans if you see one. And you don't have yes, to, sir. but it's just my suggestion. Hey, God bless, God bless all the veterans for what they go through, and the young ladies out there who are veterans. Now yeah. they really yeah. are going through. It. I mean, I pray for the young ladies because a lot of them been in combat. And they're dealing with issues when their husbands or spouses or family members come back. So yeah. just please say a prayer for all the veterans in their family. Yes, indeed. Definitely. Definitely. Ah, big brother, I need your help. Brother right. needs your help. So I'll see what I can out. do. I'm right, well, always happy to see what I can do. It seems like Holland Springs this year, Coach Lawrence Johnson, if he can put off another state championship, I think be number five. In my opinion, this will be his best coaching job because this Palace Street team, in my opinion, is not as talented as the other ones, but they got out of grip with them. And it seems like they fall behind in certain games where they kind of able to rally the troops. So I'm kind of worried about this team going into the playoffs this year. Hmm. 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 Uh, I, I don't think I have an answer for you on that one, Rich. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and what's up with your Peace Crimson Wave, man? You guys used to be the bullies on the block. Uh, yeah, the but last I saw, they were three and seven. And the season's got to be over. They only played ten uh-huh. games, so I think that's point set match. I mean, they got a, the. I mean, is the enrollment down at the school? I mean, what's up? I mean, it seems like it'd be a good population down there, especially athletics. I don't understand why they dropped off so. Uh, I don't. 
I don't have an answer for that either, partner. I might, you know, maybe they're all on birth control. I don't know. I got no idea. <laughs> You're asking me why why they don't have a good football team. Maybe kids aren't playing football down in Petersburg anymore as much. Maybe there aren't as many males being born. Maybe the coaching's terrible. I, I can't answer that one, partner. Good material. I'll keep going. <laughs> yeah. Well, I couldn't answer your first question. I can't answer your second one. Ask me. Ask me an easy one. Like what's five hundred times four? <laughs> no, I'm actually easy one. How long for Ron Rivera gets his walking papers? <laughs> Before oh, Ron, uh, probably. Uh, let's see. Hold on. I'll tell you. I'll tell you exactly. Hold on here. Don't go anywhere. Uh, I would nah. say. I would say January eighth. The last game. <laughs> Monday after the last game, Black Monday. Yeah, well, they're gonna have to clean house. I mean, Herbert Enemy. Maybe he goes to Pittsburgh and be the offensive coordinator there because Pittsburgh offense is future. I'm like, God, maybe, somebody give it. Well, yeah. that'll be up to. They may make him the head coach. Nah, 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 nah. No, they you have to clean house out. You gotta give it that stench from the general manager on down. Anything to do with Daniel Schneider and his yacht has to go. Well, hopefully, if that's the case, we'll change the freaking name. What do you think the name might be? The, the I, I don't know. Until they get better, the Red Mules. Ladies and gentlemen, well, welcome to FedEx and the home of the Red Mules. Uh, yeah, you know, Red Wolves, always like that. You know, I said all last year and the year before that, you know, Snyder should have got on his private plane and flown down to Arkansas State and put up a, a, a nice little uh, uh, suitcase full of $100 bills that total $1.5 million and put it on the desk yeah. of the president and say, hey, can we, you mind if we use this name also? And if the president goes, eh, well, you just open up a suitcase and there you got 1.5 large. So then you slap it on him. He says, oh, great doing business with you, Snydog. Appreciate it. Help yourselves to it. Uh, don't steal the logo. Make your own and we'll take it from there. But, you know, Commanders is about one of the dumbest things you've ever heard in the history of pro sports as far as nicknames. I don't know how they came up with the commanders. Commanders. Like, commanders. Well, Johnny O called them the Red Manders. I call them the Salamanders oh. sometimes. And then some, <laughs> somebody else called them the, yeah, I guess he called them the Red Manders. Somebody else called them something different. Hey, we got to get to a pause. Uh, we're, we're way behind. Virginia Union and Fairville. Fairville by seven over Union in the championship game tomorrow. And I'm heading up there. I'll be checking that game out for you tomorrow. Well, it's the only it's the only team that Union lost to this year. Let's hope Byers is healthy and can run for two hundred. Yes, sir. My heart's with Union, but thanks for being a six-time champ. Put it off. You, you know, I was pulling for them there, Trojans high above the Appomattox, but Union put it on them, and uh, they earned it. They won it, and they're going out there now. But uh, I'm a, I was pulling for Virginia State last weekend in that game. You know that. Appreciate it, Fred. Nothing against Union. I live in Richmond. I've lived in Richmond longer than Peterburg. So, uh, uh, but I still got, you know, my heart's with the, with the, uh, the mighty Trojans of uh, VSU, high above the roaring waters of the Appomattox. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> Go Panthers. All right, we got a roll, dog. We're way behind. Yes, sir. All right, thank you, partner. Have a good weekend. We'll take that pause. We'll come back. We'll give you some games, other games that are uh, ranked. Uh, both the teams are ranked in the game, and we'll give you those when we return. I'm losing my sheets and my mind all at one time. Stay with us.
Let's get social. Follow us on X and Instagram at ESPN Richmond. And find us on Facebook by searching ESPN Richmond. Don't miss a thing from your home for sports in Richmond. 1061 ESPN. There, of course, Stevie Ray Vaughn. All right, we are here live. Well, There's one thing I wanted to mention before we got to the phones. And, uh, doggone, I've lost my. T- oh, I was wondering. One thing I was going to say it's dropped. It's supposed to drop all through the afternoon temperatures. It's 58 when I left my neck of the woods this morning, currently 55. And by noon, it'll be 53. And as, uh, if you leave leave for home this afternoon, later on, if that's uh, if you leave around 4 or 5 today on a Friday, it'll be 49, 47 degrees. Uh, but the clouds will clear out a little bit later today, or this evening, around uh, oh, about 6 o'clock this evening, just as it gets dark. And uh, overnight, we'll drop down into the mid to upper 30s. All right, Larry, Larry, what up, dog? Dog food? What up? Dog food. That'll be your new name. Going forward, henceforth, you'll be known as Dog Food. Go ahead. (laughs) Let me pee on the parade here with all all the Duke Duke lovers like Red Dog. Red Dog's not a Duke. Whoa, 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 back up. Red Dog's not a Duke lover. Oh, he's not? No. Oh, okay. I thought he seemed very uh, into it this morning. No, we're talking about the JMU Dukes. Right, right, right. Right. Yeah, so the Dukes, let me spoil everybody's parade here. The Dukes made the tournament when Kent Coluco hit the shot at um, Coliseum. That was 30 years ago, okay? Guess how many times they made the tournament since then? They made it one time in 2013 as a number 16 seed. This program's the disaster. So all these people jumping on the bandwagon like they've been relevant. Nobody's they're, 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 jumping. They're like no, nobody's called and jumped on a bandwagon here. That hadn't happened yet. Uh, he was calling to point out merely that a miracle, semi-miracle, occurred last <laughs> night at Kent State. You're down by three, by, by five points with three and a half to go at your end of the court with a throw-in. Now that's all he was talking about. You know, there's no, there's no bandwagon forming here. They went to East Lansing and they beat Michigan State number four. Now tell me next time VCU does that. I mean, come on, come on. Let's let, let people have fun when amazing things happen in sports. Whistle. I mean, come on. You, you just, you know, you're turning to a wet blanket, Larry. Let's not be a wet blanket on everything and everybody. You are. You put, you put wet blankets all around on everything. Well, I know. I've been I, I've become angry in my older age. Yeah, man, come um, on, lighten up. You know, eat a gummy or something, will you? Hey, but let me tell you something, though. I mean, that that's pretty poor for a program. Thirty years, you got one well, sixteen seed. Let me ask you this: Before Joe Burrow came along, how many years in a row was it that Cincinnati had, had, had been relevant? Probably you're right. Probably fifteen since Icky Icky Woods, I guess. I don't know. I don't know how long it's been. It's been a long time. What about what about teams who've never been to a Super Bowl? Like like uh, who? Carolina's never been. Uh, Detroit's never been to a Super Bowl. Uh, you know, there are other teams out there that have never been to Super Bowls. For example, uh, you gonna park yeah. your car on top of them? Houston hadn't <laughs> been. You know, 
Um, here's another couple points. Um, All right. The uh, yeah, you just mentioned that. Actually, you just mentioned sort of an angry like the way I was. Listen to this. All right, why would people vote against the casino? All right, they. You know why they vote against it? Because they don't want other people to have enjoyment. It's so pathetic. These people voting against a casino. They don't want it because they don't. They don't like casinos. What's the matter? Why would you vote against a horse track? Because you hate horses. I mean, just vote for it. Let other people have fun. Hey, Alan, isn't this a sports show we're talking about here? It is. Yeah. Okay. Hey, who? Okay, because yeah. because they're, what they're, what the concern was that they're overprojected numbers that they weren't going to be making the money they think and they're putting they go they're put in a place where it's it's uh, it's a situation where people with maybe not enough money to bet gamble are going to go in and gamble they're going to lose their money. Oh gosh, that place is a dump. They need to do anything to live in that You're place. Nice. Talking about a neighborhood being a dump. Nice work. Whistle. Well, I, and then the, my third point, another. Don't worry about it. Got, at this time, it was a landslide: sixty-one percent against, thirty-nine percent for. Move on, but, move on, um, donkey. Go on, uh, hee haw, hee haw, hee haw. And then the Raiders. I have one little concern about the Raiders. Okay, I'm always cheer for the Raiders just because the Las Vegas. But. That's um. I hate Josh McDaniels. I was calling for his head a few weeks ago, um, but uh, I don't like what I saw this past week. I don't like what I saw. All right, they beat the Giants. Okay, everybody's acting like they just beat the, you know, I guess whoever Eagles or something. All right, and the coach. I want to see that crap in the locker room. All these cigar smokes. It just looked terrible, in my opinion. I mean, how you, that was like Matt Patricia when he used to be the head of that organization with Detroit. He looked like an idiot with his hat and his hair. And you got to be respectful as the head coach. I mean, he's in there dropping the F-bomb every other word. I mean, what is this? I mean, that's ridiculous. <laughs> this is called Larry's gripe five minutes. Five-minute gripe. You know what you're doing is you're getting your yayas out at my expense and other listeners' expense. Do you, before you go, can you say something positive and happy? You know what Ringo Starr always says. He says, peace and love. Peace and love. And all you're doing is complaining and, and you know, I don't know if you say the B word on TV or not. Uh, I, I just, I mean, come on. I mean, on radio, not TV. I'm on, we're, on, we're on TV this morning. Yeah, right. On radio. I mean, come on, dog. All you do is be a negative and angry. Just give me something peace and love, will you? All right. Um, I'll say peace and love. Everybody that will probably jump off the VC bandwagon because they had three guys starting that's never played a college minute. Why don't you uh, give Ryan Odom a chance? Absolutely, you give him a chance. Absolutely, you got to you give, you give a guy you know some room there to to just got here grow his program. His best player wasn't playing. Of course, you give him rope. Yeah, of course, give him time. Yeah, I felt pretty positive with that comment. <laughs> hey, uh, another, one other thing: Are you going to go to the Benedictine or the Randolph Macon game this weekend? Uh, I uh, will not be able to attend the uh, randolph macon Hampton sydney game this weekend. My uh, nephew is a starting quarterback for Hampton-Sydney. Oh, and, uh, and, it's, and they uh, wrote an article in the paper the other day about it. And all, all the uh, uh, his uncles and aunts, including my wife, 
all went to Randolph Macon, so it's a. Uh, oh, yeah, I went there for a year. I spent five years there one year. Uh, Here's another positive, Al. Here's one more positive. So I I didn't graduate from VCU. I went there for six years, but I'm just I have uh, that uh, learning disability. But let me tell you something. When I found out that you could call yourself an alumni even if you don't graduate, that was one of the greatest days of my life. Because I went to four different schools: University of Richmond. Um, so I'm an alumni of all these schools, and when somebody gives me that crap, well, when did you graduate? Well, I tell you what, buddy, you don't have to to be an alumnus. So I, I really just, I'm so happy that that's a proven fact that alumni is just attending the school. All right, Larry, Larry, relax. I didn't, I didn't graduate from college either, Larry. Uh, well, hey, so far, we got you're an offer to put you uh, on a one-way bus to the casino in Danville. We got an offer to do that. <laughs> we got uh, somebody saying, don't engage you because in conversations, fear the stupidity is contagious. So you, you're getting hammered here, Larry. Why are they being so negative? I've, I just brought some positivity. Well, train. he just did now, but he came in. we got to get to a pause, though. Al's going to throw a brick at me, and I don't want to get hit in the head with a fastball. So uh, have a great weekend, Larry. Go spread, go spread joy and love and peace this weekend. Pretend you're Ringo Starr. Peace and love. Give the peace symbol to everybody. Do something nice. Do something. Plant trees. Plant flowers. Do something nice, Larry. I think he's gone. All right, let's. We're gonna we're gonna get gone right here too. Come on, Larry, step up, pull your socks up, stay with us. Ball is back. Every Spiders men's basketball broadcast can be heard here on your home for the Richmond Spiders, one hundred six one ESPN. We didn't get through some of these things I want to get through. Other games that are good, we've got uh, – oh, we're out of time. We're already running out of time. No, we're not. No, we're good. we still got a little bit. Um, we've got Mississippi at Georgia, 10 versus 1. Uh, number 3, Michigan at number 10, Penn State. Number 14, Utah at number 5, Washington. Number 12, Tennessee at number 15, Missouri. And you got some teams that just wear one's ranked. Number 8, Alabama at Kentucky. And number 4, Florida State hosted Miami. Good games to watch this weekend. Pro football. We didn't get to really talk about pro football today, Alan. I don't know. Time just got away from us there. Um, let's see. Uh, Cleveland-Baltimore, obviously, is a good game. I think Baltimore's going to – well, Cleveland's got a good defense, but Baltimore's got a better defense. So smoke that one. Uh, we've got, But that's going to be a good game, I think. Baltimore should win that game. Uh, they are favored by six. Minnesota, excuse me, San Francisco, Jacksonville. At Jacksonville, they've won five in a row, a bye week for both teams. Uh, Niners favored by three. Uh, yeah, this is an okay game. Detroit and the Chargers, the Lions 6-2. and two. I got them winning and going to the Super Bowl. Uh, yeah, that's kind of rickety. It's a rickety house in a windstorm, but they're 6-2. and two. And uh, they right now are only behind, as far as division lead go, and records are second in the NFC behind Philadelphia. Uh, other games certainly of interest would be New York Giants at Dallas and then Washington at Seattle. Sunday night football, forget about it. The, the uh, fruitless Jets, fr- uh, you know, the fruitcake-less Jets are at Vegas. They're on uh, last, what, Monday night, weren't they? And they're on Sunday night this week. 
uh, or whatever night they were on last week. They're getting all these prime times because Fruitcake was supposed to be there. Oops! He'll be back in a few fortnights. Oh, please. Like you're using some big word that nobody knows. I mean, if you watch Wimbledon, or if you just live life, you know what a fortnight is. Jeez. All right, that's enough of that. Though there's some good games going on. It's good sports this weekend again. Uh, basketball, college basketball tonight. Uh, as we know, there's Florida and Virginia. And Virginia Tech, ah, I can't believe it. I can't remember. Did Avery give it to me the other day? Uh, who's uh, who's their, who they play? I don't have it. Virginia Tech is playing who in basketball? I'd like to know that. Uh, well, it'll it'll come to me after the show because we're running about out of time. Uh, I thought I had the basketball. Who are they playing? South Carolina Gamecocks. Oh, the Gamecocks. That's right. They did say that the other day. I don't have the basketball schedule in front of me. I thought I did, but I don't. So there you go. And, of course, Virginia Tech, Boston College at noon tomorrow in football. Women Marys at Hampton, VMI at Firmingham City, Ralph making up a national. That'll be sold out and then some. Elon at Richmond at two. Go spot it. So we're out of time. All right, I'm going to take a few days off next week. I figure I might as well. Uh, the, uh, I want to thank the callers, the listeners, the, all of our great sponsors. Alan on the other side of the glass. Have a great weekend. Have fun. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening. 